Would it be crazy to enjoy more love in your life in under 60 minutes? Welcome to the Love with Intelligence radio show. I am your host, Lily Wolford, an international relationship and dating coach, and I have supported thousands of people like you to enjoy real, honest, and genuine love that lasts using behavioral psychology, body language, profiling, and so much more. Join us now as we dive into the deepest topics about love, dating, heartbreaks, and relationships. Hello, so we're going to dive straight into a very juicy topic that no one really talks about, and it's how important is sex to a relationship? I think it's one of these topics that a lot of people are happy to type into Google, (laughs) but maybe not necessarily happy to, um, you know, have these open discussions with their partners or their friends, you know, it's kind of one of these very taboo topics, and... I must admit, over the last few months, I have been on quite a journey myself, sort of understanding more about relationships, more about sex, more about trauma, um, loads of different things. And I really want to dive into um, my own personal experiences, because I think that's important. And also, just like how this relates to just people in general, because I do believe that sex really does... um, it really gives you that insight on what's working and what's not in a relationship. And I think one of the reasons why is because sex takes a lot of intimacy, a lot of vulnerability, um, and a lot of communication. Because, (laughs) you know, sex with no communication, um, well, it's not going to go well, is it? (laughs) And also being... um, being comfortable with yourself. I think to be able to have great sex, you need to be able to feel really comfortable with who you are as a person. You need to feel comfortable with your body. You need to feel comfortable with your partner. There's a lot of moving parts here. And I think that's really important to kind of undercover, you know, un- discover all these different things that actually help us to understand the importance of sex and relationships and how we can actually improve um, you know, sex in relationships, and also your relationship as a whole too. So, when we have a look at, just to begin with, I kind of want to talk a little bit about, like, just growing up as children, okay? And I know that we're going like, okay, where are we going here? <laughs> where are we going here? But I think it really kind of highlights um, how different men and women's journeys are when it comes to childhood, growing up, and relating to our bodies. And I think one thing that's really interesting is that for girls, there is no word usually for downstairs, okay? There's loads of different, like, secretive words, don't talk about it, you know, there's, people have very odd names for it, (laughs) so, you know, like, flower, petal, you know, all these kind of things. And with boys, there's all these fun names, Okay, you've got all these fun names, you know, whether it's like Ding Dong or whatever it might be. And if you think about it, as a child, you relate to your body so differently. Girls are very good at being able to pick up emotional and social cues. Girls are fantastic at that. They have a natural ability to do that. And I do believe that's all to do with like biology and, you know, the way that we've sort of, you know, um, evolved from the caveman era. Because I think women have had to be more aware of their surroundings, the social impact, all these different things. And, you know, men, they've been taught how to feel very proud of their bodies, okay? They've always been taught how to take action and, and, you know, be more into that, that masculine energy of doing things. So one thing that I think is very interesting is in relationships, I tend to find that men tend to support women to explore themselves sexually and then for women women tend to support men to explore themselves emotionally and I think that's the importance of relationships we we have different things to be able to give and share with each other to be able to help each other grow so I think that's like basically the the main foundational piece of a fantastic relationship and I think when we have a look at sex in general 
there is so much shame around sex. So much shame. And I think this is something where we we tend to see so many issues with communication um, and also self-acceptance. So I know that some people who I've worked with who have been in, um, you know, either highly controlled religions, okay, I'm not, you know, saying bad things about religions, I think religions all have their place and they can be fantastic for people, Um, but some religions can be very sexually suppressive and it can make people feel very um, uncomfortable with their bodies. And I think when it gets to that stage, there's something that's, you know, where someone feels ashamed of their body or ashamed of their desires. And that's where I feel like, okay, things are toxic. And whether that's religion or whether that's just the way that sometimes things go, um, I, you know, it's still something that needs to be healed. And I think, you know, when people have also been in um, traumatic situations, whether it's, you know, a very bad sexual experience whether it was a bad first time or whether there was sexual abuse or whether there was bad things that happened in people's childhoods anything that causes you to feel shame or dissociation from your body can stop you from not only just enjoying sex but it can stop you from being able to just enjoy life as well because if you think about it the way that we connect to our bodies is the way that we connect to our lives and the people around us And that's really important to be able to understand. And I think this is why, you know, sex itself, it's not so much that it's important to the relationship, but it's important to understand the way that you relate to your own body, your own body's desires, and the way that you can communicate them. I think, I think great sex tends to be around this thing of feeling comfortable with yourself and also feeling worthy of being able to fully enjoy that and to fully communicate. And this is the thing, you know, it takes two to tango. It takes two to be able to share these things and enjoy these things. I mean, um, uh, Jonah and I, we've actually done a little bit of work with a sex coach and that has been so insightful because we're both open to personal development. We're both open to understanding Um, our own bodies more and our relationship more and you know doing all these amazing exciting things um, uh, to be able to just enjoy it and you know to be able to explore more pleasure and more excitement you know who, who doesn't want that and I think one thing that was really interesting it was that we were told to play this three minute game and the three minute game was being able to ask what we wanted to do with each other for three minutes and it was really insightful because how often do we actually say okay this is what I want this is how I want it and um, uh, you know and being able to ask for that and feel comfortable for that and for our partners to either say yes or no to that because again communication is not about you know, being completely compliant is being able to act within our own integrity, um, to be able to exercise boundaries as well. And that's really, really important. Because if we don't feel like we've got any boundaries around our own body, you know, what's that going to do in terms of a relationship? If we don't feel safe in a relationship, that's not that's not good. You can't fully enjoy pleasure and enjoy a relationship if you feel like you're not safe if you feel like you're on edge and this is one of the reasons why trauma is so important to heal okay so important when it comes to being able to enjoy your body your partner and sex more fully so it was really interesting being able to play this game and also something that really surprised me was how hot it was to actually hear what my partner wanted. And I think that's something that's really important, to be able to enjoy that communication, okay? To be able to say, okay, this is good, this is what I want, this is how I know I'm pleasing my partner, or my partner knows that he's pleasing me. And that's something that's so important in relationships, because how often do we actually say, 
I like this, I enjoy this, whether that's sex, whether that's just day-to-day -day life, whether that's just the, you know, the kiss and the cuddle in the morning, it doesn't matter what it is. How often do we actually say to our partners, wow, I am so grateful you did this for me, thank you, I really, I really appreciate that. And this is the thing, this is like how I personally believe sex translates into relationships. Like how you know if you've got a good um, relationship and a good sex life. Because you often find that when sex dries up in a relationship, the, re you know, the, the sex life isn't the problem. It's the relationship. So what I tend to find is, is that with some couples, is that the first thing to go is actually the emotional connection. And I think when we have a look at the way that we emotionally connect, I think relationships in particular, there's, there's different things that happen and different things that go on. And I think one of the things that we tend to see in relationships where the sexual desire has broken down is when the relationship goes into parent-child mode. Where you've got one partner that seems to be doing all the um, all the work in the relationship, you know, whether that's, um, uh, you know, bringing in all the money, doing all the stuff around the house, emotionally consoling their partner, you know, doing all the things to make their partner's life better and their partner is not stepping up to the plate. And it can also be as well when the, the communication's broken down, where there's no quality time in that relationship. And I don't mean, you know, sex as being the quality time, but being just able to sit down and fully connect. You know, being able to sit down and, and talk over dinner with no phones, no TV, nothing. Just being able to actually fully connect with your partner. And I think the other thing as well is actually, I think it's being able to be open okay like be open around feelings being open about what's on your mind but not doing it in a way where you're emotionally dumping on your partner because again i see this so often in relationships where you know they're making their partner um emotionally responsive responsible um in the relationship and it's almost like they see their partner as their therapist their cook their cleaner and it's like <laughs> No, your partner is meant to be this person that you just enjoy life with, you have amazing sex with, that you just enjoy creating this beautiful future with. Whether that's having a family, whether it's creating an empire together, it doesn't matter. It's someone to share the life journey with. And I think, you know, it's like a little bit like that, um, what's that saying? You know, it takes a village. <laughs> And I think it's almost like there's so much, so much expectation on relationships to actually just fix all your problems. Like as soon as you enter this relationship, you're gonna have, you're gonna feel completely happier. You're gonna be this. You're gonna be that. It's not the case at all. <laughs> <laughs> because the thing is, if you don't have the right foundations in your life to feel happy as a single person, you're not going to feel good in a relationship. But because you've got someone there, it's that just not the way it works. And I think this is the thing. I think a lot of the, the passion really does um, diminish in codependent relationships specifically. And I think in, uh, in codependent relationships, there tends to be a lot of resentment and there tends to be a lot of um, people losing themselves or trying to change themselves in order to get love. And if you think about it, okay, I want you to think about you not being able to be you you feeling, you know, a level of resentment and then being able to share your body with someone from that space. Is your sex life going to be good or bad? <laughs> and, uh, it's bad, by the way, just in, just in case you weren't sure. Because this is the thing, you know, when we think about connecting, you want to connect from that loving space. 
that space of having fun and making it enjoyable. And I think this is the thing, actually. You know, we often forget that life in general, there needs to be that space for fun. You know, sex can be this amazing, playful, um, exploring kind of discovery kind of journey that you get to take together. And I think as well, like when you're, when you're learning to really explore each other, there's something so intimate and something so exciting. Like when was the last time that you actually fully explored someone's body? When was the last time that you actually explored your own body? There's something so exciting about it because there's so many different things that you can explore. Like, for example, did you know that women can have 12 different types of orgasms? Like, seriously. And, you know, imagine being able to share and explore that with your partner. How amazing would that be? But again, this needs to be done from this place of being able to connect from a healthy place. No resentment, just connection, vulnerability, intimacy. I mean, I've just re recently wrote a, a blog on LinkedIn. If you just check it out if you can. And it's literally about how to deepen levels of love and intimacy because I think that is so important when it comes to just enjoying a healthy relationship and it's the foundational piece to be able to enjoy a fantastic sex life as well so definitely definitely go and check that out but this is the thing it's being comfortable like when was the last time that you actually just looked at your own body in the mirror <laughs> When was the last time you felt fully proud and excited about your body? When was the last time that you actually stood naked in front of your partner and you just got to look at each other's bodies? Like, when was the last time that you really connected to your partner during sex? I think this is the other thing. I think when there's that lack of intimacy or even if you're having sex from a place of it where you're holding trauma and I had no idea I was holding on to trauma like no idea and what I found was you know during sex it was almost like I was almost shutting down or feeling very dissociated you know like how um <laughs> I've seen like as uh, funny memes and and uh, comedy sketches where women are kind of thinking about their shopping lists and thinking about all these different things. Well, the funny thing is, women's minds operate very differently during sex. Women, it specifically, um, need to be able to feel fully safe. Okay, and that's really important: fully safe, fully relaxed. To be able to enjoy sex more fully that's just fact so when you are disconnected from your partner you're not going to feel safe when you've experienced some form of sexual abuse you're not going to feel safe when you've experienced emotional abuse or physical abuse you're not going to feel safe if you've had um, an argument with your partner and you haven't fully resolved it you're not going to feel safe if you're feeling resentment in any forms, you're not going to feel safe. And this is like, tends to be like this big block to being able to enjoy sex more because it's a relationship going, hello, there's this problem, or even your own personal issues of, of needing to solve previous levels of trauma. So you can kind of see how, how sex can really, you know, show this barometer of, to, to the relationship. Like, what is going right? What is going wrong? How can you improve it? And how can you get the best out of it? And I think when we have a look at the way you can improve your relationship, I think one of the things is, it's kind of like bringing in that empathy and compassion. I think sometimes we put so much pressure on our partners to be absolutely perfect. We often forget that they're human. 
know, <laughs> we allow ourselves to make the odd mistake, but we don't often allow our partners to make sweet mistakes, or we forget that our partners are going through things or struggling with things, and, um, you know, <laughs> we, we expect everything to be perfect, and we wonder why they haven't, you know, been more affectionate, or whatever it might be. So I think it's like, it's important to just remind ourselves sometimes that they're human too. And I think the other thing is, it's kind of like understanding what each other needs. And it's being honest about that. And I don't necessarily mean sexual needs. I'm talking about emotional needs. I'm talking about your own personal needs as well. So it's like, you know, going back to things like self-care. Um, uh, what about, um, you know, the way that you have received love in the past and the way you want to receive love now whether it's about um, uh, when you need alone time because I think that's important and I think the other thing and this is like really interesting okay just be prepared to have your mind blown as well it's being sexually independent as well because I think one thing that I've I've learned um, through working with a sex coach is actually understanding around emotional independence, sexual independence, financial independence, you know, <laughs> life independence away from your partner because this is what the foundation is to creating this interdependent relationship. And that's the healthiest type of relationship that you can have. And I think when you're not looking at your partner like a sex toy, when you're not looking at your partner like a therapist, when you're not looking at your partner like a bank, you know, we suddenly can see the human, we connect to the person that we want to connect to, because it's out of a, a place of wanting to versus needing to. And you can see how different that, that feeling of love is. You know, when you love someone because you want them, and it feels more honest, it feels more transparent, rather than needing them. And I think as well, it's like, it's being able just to be able to really be grateful about what you share together. So when you're in this place of actually feeling completely, you know, fulfilled in your life in various different areas, and you're coming from this lovely fulfilled place where you can then spend time or connect with your partner from that place. You're going to enjoy it so much more versus imagine being absolutely starving. And then you're like trying to fight over together, like fight together over, you know, again, the last scrap of food. <laughs> you know? It's not going to be a pleasant meal compared to if you feel like, you know, you've actually had three me you know, two meals during the day and you're about to share dinner together. You're not going to be in this starving, ravenous place. You're going to be able to enjoy that meal together. And I think it goes both ways as well. It's like, as long as you're not starving and you're not overindulging. The other thing I tend to talk a lot about as well is the four C's of a healthy relationship too. And, you know, though if you haven't checked out that episode, definitely check that out. Um, it's four C's of a healthy relationship or what is a healthy relationship. And we go through... Um, communication, consideration, um, co collaboration, and compatibility. And I think it, it really comes back to this consideration of your partner, realizing that they're completely human, okay? And having, you know, having that um, realistic expectations of them. I think that's so important. And I think the collaboration piece is obviously understanding how to create that interdependent relationship you know that you're accountable for your life accountable for all these different things in your life um your happiness your goals your health your emotional needs you know your mental health like all these different things you are responsible for your partner's not okay that's really important to understand and then it's coming back to communication and i think communication is really important because i, I just don't, I've just recently told off a client recently um <laughs> so she had um gone on a date and this guy had literally been open to her about you know before he wanted to go and sexually explore and he wanted to go and sleep with a number of girls 
and she asked about the number and all the rest of it and the first thing she said to him was I think that's stupid and I think the thing is it's not so much about you know whether your opinion's right or their opinion's wrong or anything like that it's more about creating the right emotional environment like a safe environment to be able to share things because not being funny imagine having the fear of sharing something very vulnerable around whether it's sex whether it's relationships whether it's emotions whether it's previous experiences and then someone turning around and going well that's wrong or that's ridiculous you would naturally try and censor yourself in conversations and it was really interesting i was watching um is love blind recently and <laughs> there's some very interesting characters on there but there was you know a couple of guys who openly said look i'm also attracted to another person and you know rightly or wrongly they said it and the truth is they were being honest and what i noticed especially with one of the the women they went nuts and what they've done there just by going absolutely crazy is that they have created an environment where it's not safe for their partner to actually share or just be themselves so i think this is why where it comes back to sex often has this massive amount of shame culture um, around it you know well, whether we're attracted to different things whether we desire different things or we have different kinks different fetishes different um, sexual preferences it doesn't matter what it is but imagine not being able to feel comfortable to actually share that with your partner and uh, this is why it's so important to feel comfortable with what you enjoy it's also really important to be truthful with yourself first about what you actually like what you enjoy what your needs are <laughs> because if you can't do that then it doesn't matter who you're with you're really going to struggle to be able to be open and share that you know you might have no kinks at all you might have um certain fantasies that you want to go ahead and try you might have different things that you want to talk about with your partner it doesn't matter what matters is you feel comfortable you feel comfortable with what that is and being able to share that with your partner and they are someone that you can be emotionally safe with. I do I do really do believe that a lot of guys actually struggle with this the most. Because you know we kind of talked about how guys, you know, often feel more comfortable about their body and all the rest of it. Well also there's a lot of pressure on guys to get sex right. <laughs> and often, you know, it can go one or two ways. You can either have the guy that has overly educated himself on sex and you know literally focuses on their partner or you get the guy who very much focuses on themselves once they're done they're done and they don't really focus on the partner and it's it's all about having that confidence and also creating that environment to communicate openly and fully so i really do like just from personal experience i do definitely recommend the three minute game it is so much fun <laughs> and what it is you have to literally go through rounds of um being able to um uh, literally time yourself time three minutes and you can ask your partner for whatever you want and they have the opportunity to de decline and obviously if you do decline not all the rest of it do it in a polite um way you know don't do it like oh no gross i'm not doing that you want to put what where <laughs> you know you don't want to do that because the whole aim of the game is to be able to help your partner to fully communicate with you um and better communication more intimacy better sex you know that's what we're aiming for not for your partner to feel shut down and uh, trying to hide away their body and and hide away what they're actually wanting and their desires and all the rest of it so you know if you do feel the need to decline it's okay to say no no thank you <laughs> just be polite around it um you know so and if you know if you are rejected or you know the apartment declines don't take it personally okay just find something else make it fun sex is meant to be fun relationships are meant to be fun otherwise what's the point <laughs> 
so and then um and then just take turns take turns each three minutes and um you can do whatever you want you know you can cuddle you can spoon <laughs> you can do other things too it's completely up to you and you get to enjoy that you get to enjoy that with your partner and the best thing is whatever you choose your partner knows that they are doing something that you enjoy and vice versa and trust me it is so hot and it's simple so definitely definitely go ahead and do that because it's just a nice little gateway into enjoying better more fulfilling sex and it opens up the communication in your relationship too I think as well, I think one thing that I have learned um, around trauma specifically is how it can really close your body off. So, and, and also it's like how your body reacts to your partner in general. Like I've, I just recently um, went through a very interesting healing experience around healing um, hypervigilance. And I definitely, definitely recommend um, more people who have gone through, whether it's a traumatic experience, whether it's, um, you know, going through a bad relationship, whatever it might be, just almost just do a little self-check of whether they feel like they've got any version of like hypervigilance, complex PTSD, all those different things. Because I think that's really important because that can block so much connection in relationships. And you know, it was really interesting to see the difference to the way that I actually responded to my partner, um, you know, just in a day-to-day -day life kind of thing, like the way we would talk to each other, the way that certain things wouldn't trigger me as much. And it's a, just, it's an absolute game changer. <laughs> and then also, you know, sexually, you're able to enjoy sex more when you're basically not holding on to that trauma. I think women specifically, really do tend to hold a lot of their trauma in their pelvis um, uh, and that's again about this thing of just being able to feel safe and that's so important so this is like the difference of being able to actually enjoy um, uh, you know uh, just enjoy relationships and sex more one thing that I did find out that was really interesting was that women who struggle to orgasm vaginally um, often it relates to trauma. If they don't have any sort of physical um, issues that, they, that they're aware of, it's often a trauma response because the body doesn't feel safe enough to be able to orgasm. So, you know, if, the, if you're struggling with that or your partner's struggling with that, definitely um, uh, just go down the, the trauma healing route. Whether you decide to work with me or someone else, Definitely just look into that because it really, really helps to be able to enjoy, you know, your relationship more because it's not going to just change sex for you. It's going to change that communication and that connection piece and that love and that intimacy. And I think the other thing is, you know, we were talking a lot about resentment and how that can impact relationships. You're not going to necessarily going to emotionally and, um, you know, intimately open ourselves up if we're feeling resentment or feeling um, upset with our partners. So I think the next thing that's really important is forgiveness. Like, it comes back to being able to accept your partner for who they are, but also resolving issues. There's so many couples out there <laughs> who want to be able to, um, you know, just chuck things under the carpet, you know, like sweep it under the carpet or sweep it under the rug. No one needs to know about it. We don't need to talk about that anymore. And, you know, what happens is, especially in long-term relationships where you've been together for 20, 30 years, you know, you are going to be holding that in your body. You're going to be holding that in the back of your mind when you're speaking to your partner, whether that's a positive conversation or a negative conversation. So you're not going to be able to really connect and really enjoy each other unless you forgive each other and I think one of the, the the interesting thing is you don't have to forgive each other like when you're together it's more like your own mental thing it's being able to say okay have I fully forgiven my partner have I fully resolved this issue for me um, 
I think, you know, obviously it's important to have conversations and to be able to resolve things and resolve conflict. You know, of course, that's really important. But one thing I would say as well is if that has been resolved, if you have had that conversation, then, you know, don't be afraid to be able to actually sit down and fully, on your own and fully take that in to actually be able to do whatever you need to do to fully forgive them and to fully forgive yourself and to be able to feel like you're actually operating from a clean slate. Super important. Um, and this also comes back to being accountable for your own mental health and your own personal development. Because the thing is, if we're feeling a certain way, you know, that's ours to deal with. That's ours to make better, okay? It's not for us to carry on berating our partners and putting them down and, and bringing these different things up years and years and years and years and years, and years later. <laughs> I have never done that. <laughs> I'm not talking from experience at all. Um, uh, you know, not being sarcastic either. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously talking from experience of someone that was so good at holding grudges it does nothing because all it's doing is it's, it's basically a subconscious behavior that's trying to keep you safe, but it's also trying to keep you at a distance and that's its way of keeping you safe. The thing I found is the truest way to be able to feel safe with your partner or feel safe with yourself or just in life in general is your ability to be able to forgive. And that's forgiving the person and also forgiving yourself as well and I think the more skilled you are at forgiveness the easier your life is I really do believe that and it doesn't mean oh I need to forgive everyone and I need to be this you know this thing that everyone can walk over and all the rest of it no <laughs> you know forgiveness doesn't mean a lack of boundaries it means that you're not holding on to the negative rubbish that's hurting you and hurting the relationship um that you have with that person you know and i think the other thing is as well it's like forgiveness also allows us to redefine the rules of what that relationship is as well you know it's like that opportunity to be able to reflect to be able to go over and say, okay, what needs to change or what's going to feel better and how can we avoid this problem going forward? And that's so important. And again, you know, if you're not having all this resentment, if you're able to forgive, what's that going to do for your sex life? <laughs> it's going to be amazing. So, because the other thing is, if you're able to forgive, and you, can, and you feel like your partner can forgive you, and you feel like you can forgive your partner, and you feel like you can forgive, you know, yourselves, then when you go and ask for that really kinky thing that might be a little bit, um, you know, you're a little bit unsure how that's going to land with your partner, you're not going to be as afraid to be able to ask for that, <laughs> or share that, or say, oh, this is what I'm actually really into. You know, you're suddenly going to have be able to be more open and have the chance of being able to enjoy that um, versus holding it in the background and going, oh, well, maybe I'll never really, you know, live that out or only living it out in your mind. And we all know that living it out in reality is so much better. So the worst thing that, that can happen is that they say no and they forgive you. They still love you. And I think this is also when it comes to forgiveness as well. This is the difference between love, like unconditional love and conditional love. You know, unconditional love is our, like, it's based on our ability to be able to really fully forgive. And I, I really, I really believe that. I think, um, I do think that so many people, when they feel afraid around love, they, they tend to put so many rules in place. It's like, if they haven't texted me back by this time, it means they don't love me. If they haven't hugged me by the time they've walked in, it means they don't love me. If they haven't X, Y, Z, it means they don't love me. And there's all these stupid conditions, like just, you know, linked up to love. And it's not healthy at all. You know, it's such a, you know, very black and white kind of way of thinking. And then life isn't like that. Love isn't like that. So, 
you know, when we think about forgiveness and being able to see that person as a person, you know, that opens the doors to be able to be human again. And I think, I think the other thing is, is when we create that place for our partners where they can, where they can be loved for who they are, that is one of the most rarest spaces that we can create for someone. You know, if you want someone to really fall undeniably in love with you, is being able to create the space for them to be them and for you to love them for who they are. That is like, wow. That is literally the jackpot. Because how amazing is it to be actually be loved for who you are? You know, not for what you do, not for what you wear, not for what you say, <laughs> not for, you know, sticking to all the ridiculous rules and conditions that people place on love, just for being you. That is so important. And again, what does that do to your relationship? What does that do to your sex life? So I do believe that sex is really important to a relationship i also believe just like anything there is unhealthy and healthy ways of doing everything and i truly believe when we have a look at great relationships the foundational pieces are being able to be accountable for yourselves to be interdependent so being able to be independent and connect from an independent place rather than needing your wanting and it just creates that beautiful desire that beautiful chemistry where you're able to enjoy each other you know it, and, and from that place you respect each other so much more you know it's like you're not doing something out of obligation you're doing something because you want to enjoy it <laughs> imagine that <laughs> because it does it feels so much more exciting so much more passionate so much more like a luxury like you're able to savor all these different moments because you're choosing to do that together versus having to versus creating it as a chore and i've heard some people who have um <laughs> made sex into a bit of like a star chart <laughs> you know it's almost like okay if you've done the dishwasher if you've done this you've done that yeah you can have some tonight it's like no that is so toxic <laughs> oh gosh but um you know each I guess each to their own <laughs> but it's being able to create the environment where you can just get the best out of each other and best out of your relationship and I think it's just being honest with yourselves of what you're wanting what you're needing and what you actually want to experience from each other, what you're able to explore and discover together. And the thing is, you might want to even go ahead, do some awesome, like, you know, workshops together, you know, to explore each other's bodies some more. It's amazing, you know, sex workshops out there. It might be that you want to, I don't know, maybe work on your relationship and do some few things that are going to be able to connect you more. And, you know, if you want some support on that, we are creating something rather amazing at the moment um, called the Levels of Love Mastermind. And I'm actually, I'm fully launching it in January 2023, but um, a few people um, have accessed it already and we literally go through um, all the things that you need to be able to create that healthy relationship, to enjoy sex more. Um, to be able to enjoy life more. There's like all these different um, programs within the, the Levels of Love Mastermind that you get to actually explore with your partner. And depending on what support you're needing, there's group calls, there's one-to-one -one coaching with me, um, just so you can enjoy deeper levels of love and intimacy in your love life. Because, you know, I actually truly believe that the purpose of life is love. I really, really believe that the purpose of life is love. Because I think when we have a look at all the good things in life, there's always love behind it. Now, that is my reasoning. <laughs> I think it's pretty good. <laughs> 
Because when we have more love in life, life's worth living. You know, when we have a life filled of love, that is success to me. To be able to feel more love and more connected and to fall in love with yourself, to fall in love with your partner, to fall in love with your life. You know, is there any better life than that? So I truly, truly do believe the purpose of life is love. And I think if there's ways to be able to explore more of the depths of that, that's got to be worth exploring, right? That's got to be worth discovering, whether you're single and you want to learn more on your own on how to create the, you know, meet the right partner and to be able to create the right relationship, or whether you've been in a relationship for like 30 years and you just want to spice things up and, you know, get more out of that relationship together, then yeah, you know, the levels of love mastermind is perfect for you. And like I said, we go through creating the right relationship, communication, conflict resolution, we go through sex, we go into creating deeper levels of intimacy, we go through um, healing trauma, because obviously you don't want that in relationships, we also go through all the different things that are going to just be able to help you enjoy that deeper level of love and intimacy, and we've got this awesome model as well that we've created, and it's called the Heal, Connect and Grow model. So obviously healing is really important because healing, anything that we don't heal is always a barrier to connection. So once we've healed, we can then move on to connect, connect. And that's going into creating that deeper level of connection, working as a team, creating that right foundation for your relationship. And then we move on to grow. And that's like being able to grow as a couple, grow as an individual, being able to grow the relationship that you feel so excited about because life's too short <laughs> we're not here for a long time <laughs> we want to make the most of it and we want more love in our lives and that's important so if you do want to check that out um go to our website lovewithintelligence.com go and check it out because i can promise you and i can assure you it's going to change your love life and the other thing that we have um which is gonna be so freaking good, is our masterclass. And it's literally how to find and develop deeper levels of love and intimacy. And that's completely free. So you can go on there, you can go and watch it, it's about an hour. And we literally go through all the different things you can do to be able to deepen levels of love and intimacy in your love life. So whether you're single, whether in a relationship, whether you've gone through a heartbreak, it doesn't matter. There's going to be so much things in there. So many things in there that are going to support you to get the best out of your love life now. So just wrapping up and rounding off. So I do believe, obviously sex is really important to a relationship, but it's more about the what it represents. It's more about that, you know, sex represents, you know, what is actually going on in your relationship. And for great sex and a great relationship, you need great communication. You need to collaborate well together. You need to be accountable to yourselves. You need to be in that interdependent space. You need to be having fun. You need to create that space where you can both be human and loved for being yourselves. You know, it's not about criticizing each other or trying to change each other. I really don't agree with changing anyone in a relationship. If you need to change someone in a relationship, you're in the wrong relationship. I do, what I do believe though, is being able to love someone on their journey unconditionally. You know, and that person is either really right for you or really not. Um, uh, and, you know, depending on what needs to happen, whether it's healing trauma or needing to be in, in a different relationship, you know, taking the right steps in the relationship is super, super important. So when we have a look at also just being able to enjoy more out of sex, go and check out the three minute game, go and play, you know, literally three minutes. And, uh, you know, say what you want your partner to do to you or what you want to do for those three minutes and swap it over after three minutes and keep going until, well, you know, <laughs> until you're not playing the game anymore. <laughs> because, again, it's about having fun. It's about exploring each other. It's about improving your communication. It's about being able to be vulnerable together. And that is so important. And then the last thing. I'm going to say 
is also it's about healing trauma okay trauma and anything that needs to heal is the obstacle to communication and deeper connection so that is really important and sorry i lied there's gonna be another one being comfortable with yourself your needs your desires um all these different things because that is the difference being between being able to connect fully and deeply in a relationship and not at all so i always say the you know our what is it i always say <laughs> i'm just a mind blank i always believe that we can only connect in a relationship as deeply as we are connected to ourselves so the way that we connect deeply with ourselves is being able to be really clear on our desires and needs who we are as a person and feeling comfortable with that because when we feel comfortable it doesn't matter what anyone says whether it's bad things or anything like that it doesn't matter we still feel comfortable with who we are you know it's like the equivalent of someone turning around to me and saying lily you're a short ass you're only five foot two and me going okay yeah i am yeah i'm short <laughs> versus oh my gosh you're so mean <laughs> Because a person that feels comfortable with themselves, it's like water off a duck's back, okay? So if there's any time where you feel triggered, it's really important to explore that. Like, it's almost like, okay, what about, what? what is it that hurts about this? What memories is it bringing up? What emotions is it bringing up? And what is it that you actually need to be able to feel comfortable with yourself? Because that's really important. So... I'm going to wrap this up. Do check out the masterclass. That's going to be free on our website. So that's lovewithintelligence.com. Go and check out the um, uh, the Levels of Love Mastermind because that's going to be huge. Um, like I said, we fully released that in um, 2023. So it's start of January. But we do have a few beta testers at the moment. So if you do want to join please either drop me an email or book a call with me and we can talk about allowing you to be one of the first people or the first couples if you want to do it as a couple to go through the mastermind so i'm going to leave it there thank you so much for listening especially that this is a, it's a, such a juicy episode and um i hope that you've got so much out of it and i hope that you tune into the next epi episode right so thank you so much. Speak to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us on the Love with Intelligence radio show. I'm so grateful that you joined us today. And I'm also so grateful that you are dedicating your time to improve your love life. So as you are already on this journey, would it be crazy for you to jump over to our website, lovewithintelligence.com and check out our many resources that's going to support you to enjoy your dream love life now. So that's lovewithintelligence.com and I shall see you next time. Bye for now.